What does a good leader look like to you? Dictionary.com defines a leader as a guiding or directing head. Thesaurus.com uses words like big enchilada, head honcho, top dog. When considering good leaders in history, who do we think about? General Douglas MacArthur with nerves of steel? Or how about Sir Winston Churchill with the cunning of a chess master always thinking three moves ahead? Just what are the characteristics of a good leader? Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. Recently, I came across a rating system for job applicants who wanted to be the leader of a company. After interviewing several individuals, the resumes were grouped in descending order, from the most impressive to the least. And this is how those groups were categorized. Group A, the best, can leap tall buildings with a single bound, is stronger than a locomotive, is faster than a speeding bullet, and talks often with God. Group B, not the best, but still pretty good, must take a running start to leap over tall buildings, is stronger than a bull elephant, is as fast as a speeding BB, and talks sometimes with God. And finally, Group C, the characteristics of those applicants who, well, fell short of those other two categories. Cannot recognize buildings at all, much less jump. Smells stronger than a bull elephant. Cannot even spell the word BB. And talks often to himself, frequently getting into arguments. Loses most of those arguments. Yes, when it comes to successfully fulfilling the criteria for a leader, not everybody can resemble a superhero. But as Paul points out in today's reading, when choosing leaders in the church, the need to uphold a qualifying standard is of utmost importance. We're looking into the third chapter of 1 Timothy, and it's here that Paul lays down some pretty uncompromising guidelines for Pastor Timothy to follow. He begins this chapter applauding those who desire to provide leadership in the church, saying they desire an honorable position. But Paul quickly adds that the applicant must be one whose life cannot be spoken against. Also, we know in ancient times, leaders were men. So beginning in verse 2, listen to what else Paul recommends. A leader must be well thought of, committed to his wife, cool and collected, accessible and hospitable, not pushy, but gentle. Gentle? A leader? Yes. Author DeSales once said, Nothing is so strong as gentleness, and nothing is so gentle as real strength. A true leader is one that exudes gentleness and compassion, all the while conveying an uncompromising strength. In today's uptight and in-your-face world, where do we find an example like that? In the 11th chapter of the book of Matthew, Jesus gives a clear answer. Verse 28. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it, Jesus says. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Jesus is the ultimate leader, the example we need to follow. 
because whether or not you realize that you are a leader in someone's life. You might not be a MacArthur or a Churchill, but you might hold the title of mom or dad. Or if you're not a parent, you're surely a friend. And as we know, friends often look to friends for guidance. That's why you need to look to Jesus first. The bottom line is this. We need to live firm and determined, yet freely and lightly in Jesus. And then we need to lead those around us to do the same thing. Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.